0: Welcome back to the Boss Up Your Life podcast. My name is Georgie Cooper, but you probably know me best from Instagram. My handle is at GeorgieFit. And it's been a while. It has been a little while since I last uploaded a podcast. And I was thinking to myself, gee, why is it that you haven't uploaded a podcast? And if I'm completely honest, I think it comes down to the fact that well, I just, I follow a lot of people online and there's a lot of educational people out there and I just feel like I am not that person. Like I provide as much value as I can and we're a good couple of episodes deep into this podcast now. Whatever value can I give? And self-doubt is something that I experience quite a lot and I think I've really come to notice that in the last couple of weeks slash months being in lockdown and thinking oh I don't know I don't really know what to post don't really know what to like put out there because even though I have such an amazing amount of support online and people will always ask me when's the next podcast coming and they they say that it does bring them value and that they enjoy my content I still sometimes well I often doubt myself and I guess it comes back to Yeah, just self-doubt. Just self-doubt. And I haven't even got any notes for this podcast. I just thought I would sit down and chat to you guys, fill you in on life, and hopefully give you a couple of tips. I really want to talk about business because it's it's crazy. It's overwhelming the amount of people that kind of contact me and ask me to give them tips on how to grow a business and how to grow a brand. And this again is when the sort of self-doubt thing creeps in because I think to myself, why would you be asking me how to build a business? I am the most bog standard person you could meet, but I don't give myself enough credit, I don't think, because when I actually sit back and look at how the last kind of two years of my life have gone, I have built a business, I have built a brand, and it's been crazy, and it's happened so quick, and When I find it difficult to talk about it because there is no real secret, there is no kind of right or something. There's nothing that I did that I can think in the top of my head that's what I did and that's how I'm in the position that I'm in now. Um, disclaimer I'm not saying I'm anything special here, I'm not saying that like what I've done is amazing and I'm the best person in the world because I'm really not, but I have. I have got to give myself a bit of a pat on the back sometimes and think, Jesus Christ, gee, you have built your business. Like in the last year to 18 months, I've probably over tripled my income. And I used to be that person that joked, like with my parents' friends when I was like 13, they'd be like laughing at me because I would say, Oh, I'm going to own a Range Rover, I'm going to live abroad but, like, that is kind of the goal, I'm not gonna lie, I, my life is so, so different, I guess, and my outlook to things is so different from when I was younger, because, backstory, I've come, like, I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth, that's such a good saying, I can't believe I just remembered that for a podcast, I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth, like, my parents are split up, so I've come from a broken family, I am an only child and my mum was on minimum wage when I was younger, we lived in a council estate, I was that person that was fucking fuming because my mum couldn't afford Nike, she could only afford, oh what's that shop, Shoe Zone, if you're from the UK you'll know what Shoe Zone is, and um, and I guess yeah I went to a very very average school I got very 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 average grades and I had a very average friend group like I wasn't the popular girl so I guess moving into college and then moving into university I also really suffered with my mental health and I I think with the whole uni thing I just did it because that's what everyone was doing like I just went to uni because school kind of forced you into it anyway um well actually college forced you into it doesn't it I did a b-tech at college like this is legit how dumb I was um went to university studied business dropped out after a year because I knew I just kind of had this inkling and I kind of knew in the back of my head that it wasn't for me like I am not the smartest cookie in the cookie jar I'm really hoping that's the saying <laughs> you have to bear with me with these sayings today um I'm not very smart and anyone who knows me well We'll vouch for that. I guess I'm business smart. Well, I have to be now. Like, gee, you must be business smart. Um, but I'm not very like academically smart. Smart. So like English, math, science, general knowledge, not my forte. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here is that I was brought up in the most average situation you could ever imagine, and I dropped out of university. I remember being at the most book standard cafe job in the world, I was living paycheck to paycheck. And I kind of remember there was a time when I thought to myself, gee, if you continue like this, you are just going to be mediocre. And I didn't want to be that. I don't know what it was. I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I didn't want to live just to pay the bills. Like I said, I used to joke before about having having materialistic things which don't judge I am quite materialistic um, and just kind of being successful in life and I think that's where it kind of sparked to me when I did my PT course and I started working in a gym I kind of found my business spark and my drive and my passion like obviously my passion for the industry I, I found it I love training I love helping other people kind of I found my thing I found my thing and that is when the switch switched (laughs) that's when the switch switched for me and I was like right I need to make movement I need to do something with my life that I can be proud of like I wanted to live comfortably I wanted the finer things in life and yeah I guess probably a year like the first couple of years of pt is shit And you don't really earn much money, and you have a lot of self doubt, a lot of self doubt. And you have people, the thing with PT is that people will be like, Why are you doing that? It's not gonna last. Like, because I guess with the PT industry, only like 80% of people actually make it through their first year of business. Because the thing is with PT is, yes, you can go and do a PT course and you can learn all of this shit. And you can get your fucking name on a piece of paper that says, oh, well done, you're a PT. But they don't teach you fuck all about business. And realistically, it doesn't matter what trade you're in. If you wanted to become your own accountant, your own, p pe- like a personal trainer or a wedding planner or a cake maker or anything that's self-employed, Yeah it's all the same thing. It all falls under the same bracket of, of learning how to build a business because it's not like you go into work and your boss says, hi, welcome. It's Monday morning. Um, can you do this, this and this? And then when you go home, that's it. You switch off and you don't bother until the next day. Building a business is fucking hard. Like people don't tell you how hard it is and how much like grind and graft you have to do. So um, I guess people kind of doubt you as much as you doubt yourself when you try to build your own business because if anyone who's listening to this has thought about building their own business and has maybe put it across to friends or family you kind of get that response and they're like oh that's a lovely idea that's a lovely idea and you can kind of fucking tell in the back of their head they're like that's not going to fucking work because startup businesses are hard and they take a lot of work so yeah what I'm trying to say here is that first year second year of business is tough and a lot of people fail and a lot of people give up at the first hurdle and you cannot give up at the first hurdle like I had shitty fucking times like I can imagine people look at me and look at my business and think oh my god like that's that's so cool like she now has this this and this but honestly I can tell you I had times (laughs) that were Terrible. I was actually looking at getting a call centre job at one point just so that I could fund the money to print my so I have I used to have, well I do still have I guess these books called Fit Bible, which was a workout journal and I wanted to print five hundred of them, but I had no money. So I was actually looking at working a call centre job alongside PT just to fund the money to be able to afford the printing. So yeah. There's a lot of times in the last two to three years, well, maybe not three years, in the last kind of first two years of my business that I was like, fuck, this isn't gonna work. I remember looking at my bank balance once and it was like 35 pounds. I was like, shit. I've borrowed, don't get me wrong, I've borrowed a couple of hundred from here and there, just from like a uh, family. But yeah, money's been a tough one and you do have times where you think, maybe I just got too big for my boots I need to snip this in the bud go back to my boring nine to five but please do not do that people yes it takes hard work and it takes grind but anything worth having takes a lot of time and it takes effort like if if it was easy everyone would be doing it if it was easy everyone would have a business everyone would live in Dubai everyone would have flashy cars but like it's not Success doesn't come handi- on, handed on a plate. And I'm still learning that. So, rewind, rewind. Um, got into PT, did my first year of like shit and self doubt and people saying it's never going to work and stuff like that. And then I guess it started creeping up. I changed over from one to one to straight online coaching, which was terrifying. I was so worried. If you're listening to this and you're a one to one PT and you're thinking about going online, The jump is scary but you have to take the risk, you have to take the risk, just think to yourself, it doesn't really matter, like it's not going to be the end of the world if you try online and it doesn't work out and you have to get back to one to one because even though you'll be starting again, you've done it before and the second time you start again as a one-to-one PT isn't as hard as the first time because you already know what to expect and you kind of have your marketing and you have your business cards and you know how to speak to people and things like that so the changeover from one-to-one PT to online was terrifying but I did it I got it done and from then I just the rest is history like I don't really know how I've done it (laughs) like I'm so average but I have over tripled my income in the last 10 months. So things are great in terms of business and business growth. And I'm now in a position where I need to scale up my business. And that is, again, so I've had like these stages of like terrifyingness. That's definitely not a word, but we're going to roll with it. So when I moved from one to one PT to online coaching, terrifying. Um, and when I decided to employ someone into my business also quite terrifying because it's quite a big jump and I I remember saying to my mum on the phone like I'm gonna do this business move but then I won't need to do anything else for like a good year you know just let the business grow I'm now in a situation like four months later where I'm having to think about scaling up my business again so I am going to have to scale up my business and I'm nervous, but I'm excited. And I'm I'm excited because I'm in, I'm in this position now, which I never thought I would be in where, yeah, I've got to try and scale up my business because the demand is there and it's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. I remember changing my online coaching into a waiting list and this waiting list going up and up and up and me thinking, this is a fluke. This is a fluke. It will die down. I'll get to the end of the waiting list. And it's been like 10 months and I've still got the waiting list, which is awesome. It's epic, but it just kind of goes to show that it's self-doubt. I'm self-doubting myself thinking, no, it's just a fluke. People don't actually want to be coached by you, but gee, they do. They do want to be coached by you. And now I need to take this opportunity by the fucking balls and run with it because... I am ambitious and I really want to grow my business to something that I can sit back in a couple of years and be like, yeah, no, I did that. That's awesome. So I I literally just stroked my ego a bit there, didn't I? I really didn't mean to, I promise. Um, But what I'm trying to say is that you can come you could have had the most average life and you could have had a shit upbringing and you can think that you're dumb and et cetera, et cetera. but if you work hard then you can actually do anything you want like people always ask me people always ask me when people ask me what is it that you did to build your online coaching business to build your brand I literally struggle to find the answer. And I I think it just comes down to hard work. It's just hard work. I cannot tell you how much hard work I have put into my business. If you are thinking about um, setting up your own business, which, by the way, I think is a great thing, like you need to have the passion there, you need to know what you want to go into. But I think it's one of those things that people are so scared to do, which is understandable. I, I understand why, but take the fucking risk. But please keep in mind you have to work hard like people think I'm crazy because I will literally be up at 5 6 a.m and I will work all day all day every day like I don't have a day off Christmas I didn't have off birthday didn't have off I was on holiday last year in Ibiza and I was still sitting and doing five to six hours of work a day like I don't it's not because I feel like I have to I I want to grow my business I want to grow my my brand I have these big big goals which people will probably laugh at but I just want to like prove to myself that I can that you can do anything you put your mind to and bit of an off track I guess but when I was prepping for my bodybuilding competition I think that really like it was I was actually quite one of the things I had to really take into consideration when I when I was going to do a prep was my business. Because obviously my business is my baby. My business is the most important thing to me. So I didn't want my prep to ruin my business. And for me to be tired and, and hungry and unfocused on my business, for it to then obviously have an effect on it. So it was one of the main considerations that I had to really, really take. And I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just do it anyway. But being on prep has taught me so much, that if you really, really want something, you can do it, like, if you know me, and you follow me for a while, you will know I am terrible at dieting, but I, I fucking nailed that prep, as in, I didn't probably nail it in the grand scheme of things, but for me personally, I nailed it, because I didn't fuck up once on my diet, and that was the one thing, I told myself I was shit at dieting, I told myself I was shit at adherence with calories, but, once I did it, I proved to myself that I could do it. So it's the same with business. If you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm not very good at this. I'm not very academic. I don't know much about numbers and I don't really know where to start." Just go to go fucking prove to yourself that you can because you actually can. You can do anything you put your mind to. And I remember hearing all this bullshit from motivational people when I was younger, when I was growing up, saying, "Oh, if you want something, you can get it. If you want to become a millionaire then you can become a millionaire and I thought yeah whatever mate I'm here with my bloody sports direct tracksuit that ain't even adidas man. No, i um and I just thought oh, okay whatever but it's it's true and I now feel like I'm one of these motivational people telling you that if you want something you can get it but you can you actually can and it, it does just take hard work and it's not like I can sit here and and list off to you okay step one of building a business do this step two of building a business like I could probably do a podcast on how to build an online coaching business but it's the same of anything it's the same of absolutely anything you want to get fit you want to lose weight so you can't half-ass it you have to Go balls to the walls! You have to tick all of the boxes. You have to be consistent. You have to change your daily routine, and you have to change your habits to change your body. So, again, it's it's literally the same with anything. Like if you wanted to learn how to play tennis, fucking rocking up once a week, hungover, and doing it for fifteen minutes ain't gonna teach you how to play tennis. You need to invest. You need to commit, you need to be passionate about it. And that is what kind of works. And that's what brings you brings you success. Um, but yeah, I feel like I just went off on a bit of a tangent there. But prep definitely proved to me that you can do anything you put your mind to, and, and that has helped me a lot with business. But motivation in general is just not something that you can rely on. And it's flown around, it's flown around great english do you see what i mean it's flung around how do you find the motivation to do this tips on motivation motivation is fucking bullshit and if you live your life thinking oh i wish i had more motivation to do that i wish i had more motivation to do that you ain't gonna get anywhere like any goal that you've set yourself you need to be passionate about it because if you're not passionate about it then it will just not happen like you can force and force and force yourself I feel like a great example of this is maybe someone who wants to get into running but secretly they fucking hate running so they're like oh I need to find the motivation to run so they follow some people online who do distance long distance running and they download this app and they buy a new fucking apple watch because They're going to find the motivation to run. And then they force themselves to run for like two or three weeks and probably bullshit themselves and be like, oh, I love running, I love running. But actually, you fucking hate it. But then they give up because there's just no passion behind it. So it's the same with anything. You've got to make sure you have the passion for it, which I do. I have such passion for online coaching and building a business. And yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter who you are, you could be anyone, and you might be listening to this, and you might be thinking, like, don't, don't, you might be thinking, like, oh, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that, don't self-doubt yourself, self-doubt is a bitch, and it needs to be pushed to the side, because once you fuck off self-doubt, you can literally do anything, like, I couldn't be a more average person and I have now proven to myself that I can build my business and I have this spark now and I just want to fucking take it so far I want to work really hard I want to grind my ass off over the next couple of years and I want to prove to myself that that unmotivated council estate girl who was working in a cafe like that's long gone that's long gone and I am gonna prove that to myself basically I feel like I have blabbled on enough about this topic now so I just want to touch on just to finish this podcast up because questions in the dms you know asking me about my little gym setup if you aren't already following or you don't you haven't seen it basically I've bought not bought I've rented a shipping container which is like a big storage unit and I just made my own gym because it's just this whole lockdown situation is a joke and it it was pissing me off like I was training in my kitchen which is like the size of a small shed and it was just right now I'm trying to off season so I'm not going to compete this year which did kind of break me a little bit because I was really stubborn and I was like I will compete this year but realistically it's not going to happen because corona basically and if I was going to compete this year it would be not in the federation that I wanted to compete in and it would most likely be super strict in the fact that all the judges would be wearing masks and like no one would be allowed backstage I wouldn't be able to like hug people etc so Spoke to Cal, my coach, and we just fucked off the idea, and I'm now in an off-season, so the aim is now, well, this probably started like four weeks ago, now until January, I'm going to be pushing to build muscle um, up in my food, etc, etc, looking for progressive overload. Doing that in your fucking kitchen is not fun, like it is not fun, it's not the right environment and it's funny because I remember when this all first happened and Cal said to me, you should buy a barbell, I was like flinching at the idea, like, "Mm, I don't know, do I really want to invest in a barbell, it seems like a lot of money, okay, so now I have a shipping container, (laughs) With a barbell, with plates, I have uh, dumbbells, I have a bench, I have a squat rack, I have a GHD, which is the glute ham developer, lap pull down, pulleys, the whole shebang. I've just gone from zero to 100 because it's again, it comes back to if you want something, go and get it. And next year, I want a fucking trophy. I want to do well, I want to be competitive. I'm not doing this sport just to make up numbers. And to do that I need to build some fucking more muscle like don't get me wrong the quads are looking lovely but everything else needs bringing up so I've committed to the off season I'm really gonna work fucking hard over the next couple of months to build as much muscle as I can before I cut back down in January and finally hopefully make it onto the stage um so yeah I just had to commit <laughs> again like I'm lucky that I'm in the financial position where I can I'm not saying that if you don't buy a shipping container and spend fucking free grand on equipment then you're not cool and you don't want it not cool not what I meant um but it was one of those things where I was like fuck it I'm gonna bite the bullet I'm gonna basically make my own gym because you could sit and you could cry about this situation the fact that there's no gym and oh like I'm just gonna let it blow over and then I'll get back in the gym no 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 no, no. take action Anything in life, take fucking action. So that's what I did. I took action, looked into it, rented a shipping container. Jobs are gooden. So off season is a go. It's been a really good start. It's not. It's not the like. It's 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 a bit weird. Like gaining weight again. Um, I might do a separate podcast on this. I might do a podcast on gaining weight, and like improving not like in bodybuilding, because I know not lot a lot of people are into that, but just in general, like a lot, some girls I know are worried about upping calories, and worried about building muscles, so maybe I'll do a podcast on that, see, we started this podcast with no freaking ideas, and now I've got some, anyway, that's the shipping container, again, don't think about it, don't hold up on it, don't fucking wait around for the best time, get shit done, get shit done, is going to be the, right, so the, I'm just chatting, I'm absolutely chatting shit now at the end of this podcast, the focus points, not focus points, the summary of this very long podcast is, take action, work fucking hard, don't self-doubt yourself. I hope you enjoyed, I will catch you next time. (laughs)